Hey guys, this is Jess. And this is Gil. And welcome to Culture, Culture Theory. Theory. Oh, we did good on that one. Yeah, was good. All right. <laughs> Bit. A little water to, you know, lubricate the throats. You know, so last week's episode, we recorded it at like nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like we just rolled out of bed yeah. and just went to the studio. And I was like so self-conscious about how we sounded because I feel like I sounded like this. And I went back to listen to it and I'm like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. And then I listened to another episode that we filmed like in the evening. And then I realized I did sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> but I still feel like that episode was good because I feel like we had a, a direct path of what we wanted to accomplish on that episode. Yeah. Versus during the day, we're both coming from, you know, either work or doing something like photography or po- other bullshit. And. We had other things on our mind because the, the day already started, but now we started the day creating content. So we're like fresh. We're getting that fresh baked oven content. Y'all getting that fresh baked oven goods right now. You're welcome. They're yeah. getting, you know, when you get the little Pillsbury, the little tube yeah. with the croissants in it, and then and you get that little glaze, mm-hmm. and then you, you put a little bit of extra glaze on one, <laughs> and then you're like, this is mine. Don't eat this one. And speaking you know of, you took everybody else's speaking glaze. Speaking of glaze, why is the hot dog called the glizzy? I don't know. I don't understand it. Someone told me it's the name of a hot dog from another state or city mm-hmm. or something like that. Some people, it's like actually called a glizzy. And I guess everyone heard and caught on. I don't understand it. I saw it and I'm like, oh, give me the glizzy. And I was like, I don't understand his reference. And I'm just like, this is where I decide. This is like the moment that I realized that I'm old. And I'm like, a glizzy. One of my, Toya, she was like, oh, pass the glizzy. We were at some uh, illusion place in down in Miami. It's like this illusion museum. And like, what? Glizzy. So I kind of whipped up my phone. Glizzy. Glizzy. A hot dog. It's like, well, I don't understand what's funny. I don't know where the name. I don't know what part of that word makes you. I don't understand. What's a glizzy? What you makes know what, You know what makes what, what the word glizzy makes me think of? Come. No. Drizzy. Uh. No, I thought it was like Drizzy Drake. So like Glizzy, Glizzy. In my head, I just always say like how you would say Drizzy, like Drizzy. You know the yeah. song, yeah. So I don't. I thought it was like semen because she was like wipe the Glizzy, and then the reference online was wipe the Glizzy off your face or something. I'm like, oh, that means come. No, it's a hot dog, but don't understand. Why. This morning I was looking at Pat. <clears throat> oh, here it goes. <laughs> I was looking at Pat from All Deaf Digital. Yes. And does all that digital? I don't even know if they exist anymore. Wow, they're like really big, like they are. Tony Baker, Kevin on stage. Yeah, like all the people from there are big. But yeah. I'm like, do they, does all that digital exist anymore? Like as a group, I don't know. I think when the whole pandemic started, they kind of blew up when they're doing the Zoom games and stuff. Yeah, and I feel like right now they took the opportunity and just like expanded. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's dope. But Pat was watching something and it was like, no, wait, was it Pat? Anyway, one of them was doing a thing on like a, a glizzy. A glizzy. That was Tony Baker. Tony Baker. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. Was, okay, I'm sorry. That's I'm why so I brought sorry. it up because I just like glizzy. I watched so many of yeah. Pat's videos. Yeah. I just thought it was him. Yo, Pat Tony. is hilarious. There'd be times he'd be like at four in the morning playing shit on Twitch. I'm like, I guess I'm up too. It. <laughs> You know what? Pat is funny, but Tony is really funny. Like Tony is like that old school funny. I he like, is. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that maybe only I thought he was funny because, you know, we're in our, well, I'm going to be 30. and But 
I showed my little brother who's 14 and he thought he was hilarious. Yeah. And my little brother doesn't think anything's funny yeah. except for stuff his age. So I think he transcends generations. Yeah. Uh, Tony, he pretty much just has these caricatures. And I remember Tony from way back, like early stand up. He just evolved. And I like how all dev digital just has everybody coming together. There's no animosity. You can kind of feel like everybody's like, yo, are you going somewhere? I want to take you too. Come on, let's go. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. His yeah. his voiceover is hilarious. Yeah. And that's the funny thing too, is like a voiceover nigga, really? But he's just good. And he's not doing like big impersonations. You could tell it's him. Yeah. He, he's it's just making just fun him. of the situation. And you have all these guys who are like really good impersonators, like, but my, I can make myself sound like Kanye West, or I can, but you're not really, your content's not slapping. Yeah. It's quality versus, what's the word? Quality versus quantity? Yeah. Whatever. But he's just funny. His yeah. qu- his quality is just good. It is different. It's not, he's not trying to make it extra. He's like, I'm going to make fun of this situation by just me talking about it. The good right? She's like, I get it. <laughs> I think it's funny. Do my <laughs> yeah, voiceover. Voice. My dog's on the couch just throwing her hands in the air like she's at a club. But yeah, he's he's super yeah. funny. Like I love I love his content. And he brings his love of animals because he's a vegan. And I didn't know that. Yeah, Tony Baker's a vegan. But you see how you can be a vegan and then not be annoying about it? You that's, can just that's exist. That's I love. Like, I remember when we were, um, well, me and Alex, we, we were talking about this yesterday. Was it yesterday? Probably did before. Um, she's like, remember when we were vegan? And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I remember that. She's like, we didn't really go anywhere. We just, you know, ate our own food. We never, like, paraded it on people. And when we did go to restaurants with friends, we would say we ate earlier. You know, we didn't be like, I'm a vegan now, guys. I eat macadamia milk. (laughs) You know, it's like. I don't eat your dead baby yeah, milk yeah. i'm not i'm not out here drinking your pus milk i'm not drinking your milk that's been slain yeah. from the titties like, like the even head. even people like uh you know some of our friends who like breastfeed some yeah. people be like oh well you know i just breastfeed my son but they don't parade like i'm a pro mother and i do this no yeah hey i'm gonna breastfeed him right quick oh okay yeah and then don't explain it like i like that you know well I've been doing it since he was such and such. I'm like, okay. And then it becomes like a protest. This is this is how different I am. No, how about you? You're just a person. Yeah. And you decide to do that. Yeah. yeah. People talk about... <clears throat> oh, here it goes. Uh, people <laughs> talk about um, me and like, oh, you're putting this and that in your body. And then do coke. Yes. What was the... Oh, what was... It was a meme that I seen earlier this month or like a couple months ago. It was like... Uh, like niggas be talking about I don't eat pork, but there's like I don't eat pork and I don't drink soda. No, I don't eat pork, I don't drink soda, or something weird like that, but then they'll smoke weed and do drugs. Yeah. Like And I just want everybody to understand. Weed is not a big deal to yeah. me. Like I have no problem with, you know, if you're using it for whatever, even if it's just recreational. But um smoking is still bad. It's yeah. still smoke in your lungs. Yeah. I know it's not nicotine, but I just need everybody to understand that smoking is still bad for you. I had a friend in high school who smoked weed and in a matter of a couple months, she coughed like an eighty year old man. It was so nasty. And mm. she was so like pretty and young and then she coughed one time and it was like <laughs> and I was like <laughs> exactly i was like what happened like oh she smokes now and i was like that's fucking nasty bro also the uh people find the smell attractive but i don't i really like 
I've I've had models come in to a shoot and I just needed to loosen up so I'm like you don't smell good. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's in your skin. It's in your it's it in your hair. It smells like actual shit to me. Yeah, like and my mom was like, "What are you talking about? Weed smells good." And I was like, "Well, that's no, the thing. It like, it really smells like shit." But there are some people who don't like the smell of coffee. Like when I'm oh, brewing coffee, like true. I love the smell of coffee. I like the house even Sometimes I like roast, co- not roast, but I fucking grind the coffee and just have it just sit there, Ooh. and the whole house smells yeah. good. Yeah, some people be like. Oh, why does it smell like that? I had a client when I used to do photo shoots in, at my place. What's going on here? It smells like a coffee shop. Yeah, you know, I like make coffee. I don't like the smell. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I'm going to go loosen up real quick. <laughs> I'm going to go loosen up. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. yeah everybody's like different. I don't like the smell of... Um of weed at all no. like i've never like i smoked weed before and i never thought it smelled good even mm. when i enjoyed it some people smoke it just so they can smell it just so they can like look me I'm, I'm i'm a rebel i'm i'm a baddie nah yeah i remember one time i was just like i you know and i, I tried to like get it you know i was like maybe it's just like the way i'm smelling it or something mm-hmm. so you know i smell because for me it's when you smoke it and you're burning it it smells like to me like actual like someone's shit on the floor and so I smelled like the nugs and I'm like, I don't, I still don't get it. Mm-hmm. I still don't get it. So that, that whole stint lasted <laughs> one year. Yeah. I smoked a handful of times, what, one year. Did and after I was high? like, I don't get it. Yeah, I did. Mm. And I was just like, this ain't for me. I never really got high besides the edibles because I would smoke and then nothing would happen. You're not smoking right? Yeah, I got to inhale. You got to hold it in your lungs. and like. That's yeah. where I fucked up because yeah. someone was like, the first time I smoked, I was like, I don't feel anything. And they're like, oh, because you're not holding it. And I would hold it for a really long time. And then I would get like dumb high. And then I was like, okay, I'm smoking it wrong. And then I just tried to smoke regular. And I got, you know, used to <clears throat> it like after the second time. But I don't get the appeal. I don't get the appeal of weed, of the making you feel good. And I'm not putting anyone down because most of my friends smoke weed. But mm-hmm. same. For me, when they, when people make the excuse of, well, it makes me comfortable or loosen up or it makes me fun. And I'm like, damn, you need a substance to make you fun. How about you just be yourself? Yeah. You're fun the way yeah. you are. Just because other people might not see that or whatever doesn't mean you're not fun. So I don't mind if you're like, hey, I use this to relax or, hey, I use this um, before I study um, because I get really nervous before a test. So not, that's fine. But if you're like, I need this to be personable and likable, that's that's what worries me. I feel like I feel like you you just you. That's a therapist problem, not a weed man problem. <laughs> so you you dealing with antidepressants? I got this for you. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. I'm like, but Damn. which they do like they will have like strands like sativa or some other stuff, and then they'll say, oh, this helps with my anxiety. Okay, well, if that helps, that helps. Everybody's different, but yeah. still, I mean, I can't smoke weed right now at all due to work, but I wouldn't anyway. Yeah. Just the smell. I would hate to have that smell on me, and it's just it's strong. I really tried it to see, like, what the hype was about, and I just didn't get it. Yeah. Like, drinking, I get, you know, because it's it, the feeling is different. I know that, oh, different strains of weed make you feel different way, but I I don't get the, like, I feel like smoking weed is a lot less harmful than drinking. 
Me too. Yeah. I don't do either. And I'm not one of those people that's like, I don't do anything. I'm straight edge. Like I'll I have am people a prude. over it. Right. No. I'll ask my home my my uh my husband, I'm like, hey, do you wanna have friends over? And then maybe you guys need a bottle, make I'll make drinks and stuff. Like I'm not against any of that stuff. I just personally don't see the point. Like I don't see the point out of celebrating or or doing it on, on a cruise or when you go out to dinner. Like I just don't see the point. Mm-hmm. And they just regularly I'm like, I'm gonna go home and get fucked up. I don't understand that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. why? You get fucked up every once in a while, like, you know, at an event, New Year's or something, a wedding maybe. Yeah. But. You know, some people unwind, they'll have like a glass of wine with dinner or something like that. I, don't, I can't see drinking every day with dinner, though. That's still weird to me. It's but like, so weird. So people are just like, I'm going to go home and get slosh. I'm going to forget everything. And I'm like, damn, bro, if you got a drink to forget your problems, again, it's a understand. therapist problem. I really don't get that. We're, we're watching Lovecraft Country in the latest episode, uh, Montrose. Like, he's an alcoholic. He'll just drink to take the pain away. It's still here. It's still here. 100%. I don't understand that. It's like, I never understood that trope. With characters and movies and books and stories and songs, drink the pain away, but it's still here. It is. I worked for an addiction company doing marketing, and we would have to go and do interviews with the people and stuff. And a lot of the people who had non-medical addiction, because a lot of them got addicted to like opioids from taking pain medication after an accident or something. But the other people were just, they had a horrible event in their life, and they tried to take the pain away and unfortunately became addicted. So... It's crazy, but a lot of addiction does start because of some traumatic event or some emotional event in their life. And then it just kind of snowballed and got out of hand because, you know, after a point, you just can't stop anymore. Yeah. It's actually dangerous to quit certain drugs like yeah. liquor. You can't just quit. Forget you can her, die. Forget yeah. his name. And I, sorry to anybody that might have offended, but the guy from uh, True Blood, forget his name, uh, Lafayette, this is his character's name. Google him right quick. But he was an alcoholic and he tried to give up alcohol cold turkey and he died yeah you can yeah. actually die from trying to stop drinking cold turkey that's a while i had no idea yeah so it's not like cigarettes where you're like this is my last pack and no you can nelson basically. nelson ellis yeah he was a character in a couple of shows we were watching and he gave up alcohol and he died i was yeah. like i had no idea that was a thing mm-hmm yeah it's wild, man, but damn, how did we get this deep? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we were like, all that digital. Tony Baker, he's right. so funny. And now we're like, yeah, you know, if you Dead. quit alcohol, cold turkey, you can die. <laughs> we brought this. See, no, I'm not going to quit. I want to die. Nope. No, you, you can you can quit. You, you just need quit. a you need a therapist. If you go into rehab, you will have to see a therapist. You need a team of people. Yes. And then you need a medical physician medical practitioner you need some medical assistance in getting off of um any sort of substance unless it's something that you're not addicted to then just you know be careful and do it i don't want to say at your leisure because people be leisuring right now it's it's covid still um but yes just just be smart and be careful and do your research yeah how much cocaine is too much cocaine (laughs) (laughs) all right guys so we're gonna get into our pod deck question of the week Again, we are not sponsored by Poddex unless Travis, right? Travis is his name. Unless Travis wants to, you know, sponsor the podcast. You know, you can get the Poddex app. Um, it is, you can you can view some of the questions for free. Um, they'll give you a little trial thing, but it's a paid subscription. And when I tell you at first, I was like, I'm not paying for some free cards. And then I was like, you know, let me check this out. And I went through actually some of the 
the questions and they're really good. They're they're really good. So I can't even be mad. I'm not gonna lie. So anyway, our Poddex question of the week is what did your 15-year-old self imagine you'd be doing right now? Where were you? What were you doing when you were 15? Where was your head at when you were 15? Wait, what year was that? Uh, no idea how to do math. So Gil was 15 in like 1974. <laughs> no. So it was happening in the 70s. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hold on. What was it? 15? So how to do math. You had to be in high school. Yeah. Like, um... When's yeah, your, yeah, wait, yeah, wait, yeah. when's your birthday? So you were June either twenty third. No, so you had sophomore, to be a sophomore. Sophomore, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was in, I was a sophomore, high school, Dillard High. Uh, super unsure. <laughs> I was about to say sexuality <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what I really wanted to do. I think I was just trying to um, fit in, and I just, I don't know, just was. Oh, actually, I was in my, I was in a computer school outside of school yeah i was in a computer school at this uh school called quick computer services with me and my, my me and my little sister and we were pretty much studying and working on computers hardware software breaking them apart working for this guy named um Renal santil i think his name was he had a computer store and a computer school and me and my sister we worked there and we went to school there and my goal was to become at the time uh I don't know, like a computer engineer. So I tried to get inside the computers program at Dillard, but my grades were too low. So I was like, fuck, let me just get a certificate outside of school. And I did, but I don't know what I wanted to do at that age. I th- I feel like I gave up that uh, comic book dream because I knew I sucked, <laughs> but I don't remember. I just, I think I was just trying to make some money by fixing computers outside of school and like working, like become a computer technician. And at the time, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I was trying to become a computer technician because when I graduated, I went to CompUSA and worked there as a computer uh, repair dude. Yeah. It sounded like, you know, <laughs> when you get job placement after college, like that, <laughs> <laughs> you graduated and went to CompUSA. Literally. And then the next next year, the fucking company went down. Oh, wow. Yeah. How did that feel? Oh, uh, I got fired before that happened because we were... It was a sales commission. Why job. did you get fired? Oh, uh, we had a sales quota of six thousand dollars a week that we had to meet. Wow. Six thousand dollars a week. Uh, no, it's probably four thousand. And then yeah, it was around like four thousand. And I was trying to sell shit on the sales floor and fix computers mm. and sell shit. And then people can do it. You can do it. But that week I didn't meet it. And the next week I didn't meet it. And they're like, Yeah, we gotta let you go. So, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then everyone let CompUSA go. So yeah, look at that. It was weird being fired, and especially when everybody knew, yeah, Gil's a good guy. He works, but his sales numbers are low. I was like, damn, that's so weird. Yeah, companies really only care about dollars. Yeah, we're learning that. I remember the guy who fired me too. His name was Alex. And then you married an Alex. Yeah. How does that feel? Oh gosh, when you say her name during sex, do you think about your boss? (laughs) (laughs) Alex, you asshole. You got rage to right? like dig in her guts. I'd never forget like some of the things like, you know how you have weird memories. I remember I was on break and uh, this is a couple weeks before he fired me. There's nothing good in these vending machines. It's all carbs and saturated fats. Oh God. And I was like, damn, you're right. So every time I go to a vending machine, I'm like, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at the Snickers bar like, Alex. Alex. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
I mean, it's fine because it's that rat race that I kind of am happy that I'm out of because right now he's working at HH Greg. And I think, <laughs> yeah. And then that company, I think, went under as well. So I feel like he's the cancer. Wow, that is hilarious. Right? So, yeah. Bad worker. Wow, great. <laughs> So I feel like he like bounce and bounce to like every other computer store and then just like sucks them dry. Wow. Yeah. That's karma. I mean, yeah. he's I guess he was just doing his job. Yeah, he's doing his job. Yeah, he's you a know? great guy. You know, his husband was was cool too. He's he used to come to the store a lot. But um I don't know if they were married at the time. Could you get married back in twenty thousand? <laughs> no, not legally. Yeah. Not in this state. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty much it. Becoming a computer dude. And then I went to AIU to become a computer forensic specialist, which is a field that doesn't really exist, but they tried like CSI. Yes. They tried to create, they tried to create this field and it didn't really exist. So it was a, it was going to be a business degree. It was going to be a business degree and a computer degree together because they couldn't, they didn't have the, the power to have a criminal department in the school. So it's like, Oh, it's going to be a business. Then it's going to be computers. And we can call it computer forensics. Doesn't exist. Wow. This is a loan sharks. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that sounds yeah. made up as well. Yeah, it, it was. So what about you? So when I was 15, I was super into boys and hmm. love. And I don't think I I don't think I thought about my future too much. Really? I swore that I was gonna be a published author by twenty three. I wrote that down somewhere. I was gonna be a published author by the time I was twenty three. I'm not twenty nine. Wow. <laughs> Um, I published them on on I I published it online on my Instagram, but I thought I was going to be a published author. I wrote my first book. Or I started writing my first book in the fifth grade, and then I rewrote it in middle school, and then I rewrote it again. How in trash high was the books? Yo, so Victor is in love. I still have it. I still have a physical copy. It's on that bookshelf right there of the first book I ever wrote in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Victor is in love with this book. Listen. It is so poorly written. And you can tell it's written by a 10-year-old mm-hmm. because I talk about how I have like an endless surplus of money. Oh, also I wasn't gifted. So they taught us these. <laughs> they taught us like, okay, so if you're, for people not in gifted. So there's, there's you know, general population, then mm-hmm. there's advanced, and then there's AP, and then there's gifted. Mm-hmm. So gifted is not the same as like AP or advanced because AP or advanced just means like you can handle uh, more of a course load than other people and you can handle more work or maybe at a higher level ap obviously gives you college credit but gifted you have to it's like a legal it's a legality you have to take a test um if you're not invited to get the test you have to pay for it. it's like a 500 hundred dollar test mm-hmm. but anyway <laughs> i was invited to take it <laughs> so um <laughs> it was if you you have to have an iq of 130 or higher um to be in gifted classes so or to be considered gifted so when i was a gifted basically what happens is if you're in elementary school you're doing middle school work if you're doing middle school you're doing high school and high school you're doing college level work so yeah, both of my sisters weren't gifted and i felt stupid gil is stupid <laughs> yeah. i'm kidding <laughs> i had to teach you how to put the square in the thing remember yeah <laughs> <laughs> dumbass so when i was writing the book obviously i'm in elementary school learning middle school type stuff so i'm learning all these big words so i'm 
putting in the book. I have an endless surplus of money, things like that. Things like a 10-year-old is not saying. And I had, uh, there's this ice cream place. I found out there's only one, Jackson's Ice Cream, the one on US1 down here in uh, like Dania Beach. And they have a candy store in the front and they have like the best candy. It's like candy from your childhood type stuff. So I used to go there a lot. And so I just put like, there was a Jackson's in the woods and I had a house and I had a light purple Nissan Maxima. And that was like, these are like goals. And then I'm writing adult characters from the perspective of a kid. So their conversations are the conversations like, a 10-year-old would have, like, 10-year-old like arguments. So they would be like, uh, so now they, all my friends lived in a house. Because, you know, when you were a kid, you always thought that you were going to live with your friends when you were older. So everyone lives in the house. And Comic View, I don't remember if you remember yeah. the show called Comic View. Comic View was on, and someone wanted to watch something else. And they're like, ooh, Comic View's coming on. This is a literal dialogue. Comic View's coming on in 10 minutes. All right, let's watch something in the meantime okay let's put this on i don't want to watch that oh wait comic views on now you know because that conversation took 10 minutes comic views on now then i put the dialogue for the uh intro music for, for comic view and then someone's like i don't want to watch this anymore let's do something else and then the next person's like yeah let's go to jackson's and get some candy in the woods in the woods um it was called cold wolf forest first off okay oh, wow. it was called cold wolf forest Just slaps cold wolf <laughs> It was it was the woods, but I called it a forest. And then there was like a robot in a cave. Um, it was wild. So Victor, I read it to Victor. Victor was literally in tears crying. It was so funny. So this was the book that, that was gonna make me millions when I was twenty three. I have I have some writings too, uh, in my old hard drive that I still have from like back in the day where I've written stuff when I was in middle school and then I rewrote it in high school. And then I looked at it a couple of months ago when I found the hard drive and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is what the my black band really means. I had this story of this kid named Hero, Hero, and he was in a group of bandits and they all had a black band on their right arm. And they pretty much were like thieves and uh, pirates and they all did like a lot of crazy stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. This is this is so fun. But then I reread it. I was like, this is stupid. So. Wow. I'm handing Gil. It's a relic it's, from the golden age. The paper is yellow. <laughs> it's it's so old. Girlfriend? No. This is one of my best friends. Was it her name is Ming? Mina. Mina. It, it was Jessa Mina and Brit and Mina. My best friend at the time's name was Brittany. And I was like, ooh, what are we going to do to make this oh sound fancy? Well, was, what? Jose? Josen. Josen? What? <laughs> Josen's here. Josen's here. What the fuck got the apostrophe for? <laughs> Josen's here to tell you something that you can't tell anyone. You have to swear that you can't tell. <laughs> what? Okay. You can't mention it to anyone. Okay, tell me about it, Josen. Okay. It all started when a girl I know named Nina had a crush on a boy named Zachrin? Zachin? Zachin. Zachin. Carl found out about that and told everyone. Now Nina blamed it on Mina 
and brought her to what? Cold Wolf Forest. <laughs> <laughs> the plot thickens. The plot thickens. So it's it's pretty it's pretty bad, but it's so bad it's good. Yeah. So I did a YouTube video two years ago during Vlogtober where I said that if if I got that video to like twenty or twenty five likes or something like that, that I would read it to my YouTube viewers Fuck. to see like the progression of writing. Like you can be shit, and that's how you start. It's all about the imagination, though. Like <clears throat> having that ability to create a world and then progressing it like i look at some of my old writings my old poems like oh my god i i, I made a, a a book of poems on amazon and it's so horrible they're all like just stupid yeah, yeah but i mean i still I, I still love it because it's it was me back in 2014 when i wrote it but still it's like uh this does not represent me right now <laughs> it does <laughs> <laughs> yo i'm starving <laughs> his stomach sounds like my dog snoring yeah. <laughs> my dog's over here like throwing their hands up and like high-fiving us from the couch like, gail will say something <laughs> prolific and my dog's arm just sticks up from the other side of the couch it's great all right Whew, man guys so yeah that's who we were when we were 15 yeah look at us now doing so much better yeah. <laughs> i remember at one point i wanted to become like a well <clears throat> i'm doing it now but a podcaster but a radio host Okay. I listen to talk radio all the time. Remember when you had the uh, the hour in school where you read a book? Oh, silent sustained reading. Yeah, I would bring a uh, Walkman, a Sony Walkman, a yellow Sony Walkman radio with these same over the ear headphones, and listen to Polly Young Ron in the morning. <gasps> yes. Yeah. And I'll listen to uh, Diane Reen when she was on the radio. <laughs> I listen to her. And I just would listen to just Howard. I had a Howard Stern book. My mom found. I don't know how she found it, but she just gave it to me. Hey, this is book. And I was like, oh yeah, porn stuff. Hell yeah. And just listen to how and listen reading all his antics and stuff. I was like, I really want to do this. Then I fell in love with uh, Wendy Williams. Uh, then of course discovering <clears throat> Charlemagne and shit. Yeah, that was the good times. I I didn't listen to talk radio until I got older. And it started. Does NPR consider is that that's considered like talk radio, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I really liked the uh, the this noise. And, and welcome can, to uh, and you can hear NPR. <laughs> yes. This is Terry Gross. This is Fresh Air. This is Fresh Air NPR. <laughs> and I just loved. Um, there was a guy named. Um, damn it! I remember the show name On Point with Guy Rizdal. No, not Guy Rizdal. It's Talk Money. Oh, I forget his name, but he, I love his, he had like a, a thing, forget the catchphrase. He had like a catchphrase for certain things. And that's the way it wings it. And that's the way it goes. And I was like, yo, this is dope. I want a catchphrase. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. Yeah. But it was just, I, I just love talk radio. I just, I just wanted to be a radio, radio DJ. But realistically, I know what I wanted to do just to have a podcast. That's it. I was yeah. talking to this girl I met yesterday, and she was like, I love talking, and that's why I made a YouTube channel. I said, same. That's why I have a YouTube channel and a podcast. <laughs> She's I like, can do this all day. I can what? do this all day. Yeah. You know what's funny? The girl I met yesterday, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, my co-host Gil, he's a really good friend of mine, but he's also really like a people person. 
And I didn't realize until I said it out loud. And I was like, you know, because I already know he is a people person. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Gil, literally, if Gil's standing here right now, he can go find some sh- random ass person over there, come back in five minutes and be like, I got his phone number and we're having lunch on Thursday. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like <laughs> me? Oh, my God. I avoid talking to people so bad. Do you want to um, go to lunch? Yeah. <laughs> I won't even ask you that. Like this old guy started telling me something. Like I was like, so it's a problem that you're having. And he's like, well, you know, last week I uh, was out and then, then my grandson. And, my, and, then my, and then I was like, okay, but so what's the problem though? Yeah. What? Why are you here? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not interested in your grandson or last week. What, yes, are, you, what are you doing? That's how Alex here? is. My wife, not my former boss, but that's how she is. She's like, I don't understand how you can just talk to anybody like we had some of these mold guys come up they'll assess the house and then they'll come up to my, my office whatever and they're like oh shit what is this yeah i do podcasts and youtube oh man i just wanted to do that and we just start talking and she's just downstairs like, oh. just have them look at the room and, and see if there's go. any mold and go get out please sir. like yeah. leave like we'll go somewhere and um we went to this place called Green Bar. It's a vegan. Uh, it's a vegan. Oh, spot. Green Bar and Kitchen. Yeah, Green oh, Bar and Kitchen. So good. We went there. We we go. There, we used to go there all the time when we lived closer. And we went there recently, and it was this guy working there, and he just he he asked me what we wanted, and I was like, I want this, and I wanted to be like this and that, and I want no mail. And he's like, Huh? Um, that's weird. You you like the mail? I don't want the mail. I don't want it at all. And he's like, just have it. It's fine. I was like, actually, I don't. I don't want it. And he's like, okay, so what's the name that on the order? I was like, Guillaume. He's like, oh, <laughs> what? What's, what? What name is that? I was like, oh, it's my name. And I just like turn away. And he's like, I have to find out who's this guy. And then we, then he comes back to the table. So where are you from? Mind you, Alex is here. She's like sitting right there. And we start talking about culture. We start talking about, you know, him being from Mexico, him being from Mexico, him being an artist. We started talking about a bunch of other stuff and he, and the food gets ready and he gives us the food. I really want to know what you think. How's the mail? Oh my gosh. I was like, yo, actually I'm a photographer too. He's like, oh my gosh, really? And I gave him my card. He followed me on Instagram. He started liking all my shit. He's like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. I do this too. I play the guitar and I do this. And we used to just start talking. Meanwhile, I'm supposed to have a date with my wife. And there's this random dude just having, we're having like a full-blown conversation. And she's like, how do you do that? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, just, you just have this energy and she's, and people just pick up on it. I was like, wow. He just, he just wanted to talk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the fucked up part is though, like, People tell me I have the same energy, but like I sometimes don't want it. Yeah. Like someone came up to me, it was one of my coworkers. They were talking about something and they're like, Does anyone tell you that you just have this energy about you where people just want to tell you like their deepest secrets? And I was like, People tell me that all the time. And I didn't want to be mean, but I was like, But well, I don't want it. Yeah. Like I don't want I don't want to do this all the time. Sometimes it's like, oh man, this is fun. But the other times like, yo, I don't have the time for this right now. Like the lady on Apple? Yes. I think about her all the time. And that's the thing. Like, I feel so guilty. Like, I feel really bad. And Alex is like, you shouldn't. You were at work. You needed to hurry up and clock in. You got it resolved. But it's like, yeah, but I, I, I was an asshole. I don't, I, don't like, I don't like that feeling. You know what my therapist told me? She said, if you're worrying about what people like think about an interaction you've had, Think about all the other interactions they've had that day. Mm-hmm. And people typically won't remember anything that you say or do unless they're obsessed with you. 
yeah. and they are thinking about what you in particular are doing all day. She's like, so if you say or do something that you feel like someone may not have liked as much, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. She's like, they probably forgot about it at, right after your interaction. And she just went to her next guest and she's never thought about it ever again. Kill. <laughs> she has a, she has a death note. <laughs> she wrote your name in the death note. <laughs> so... Yeah, I always I always remember that. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel so bad. I shouldn't have said that or I should have been nicer about that. And I'm like, she's probably not going to go home uh, and like care about this. In you ever had minutes. an awkward moment with somebody? All the time. Like, I remember there's this couple awkward moments where it'll be some guy at work and I'll be like, what's up, David? Not David. No, he's not David. And I'm giving him a fist bump and he just like gives me an awkward fist bump. And I'm like, fuck. Called him David. I've I've learned to like take back the control. So if I was a fist bump you and I was like, "Yo, what's up, David?" and then you fist bump me and I realized you're Gil, I'd be like, "You're not David, you're Gil." Yeah. You know something like that, yeah. and they'll be like, "So they know like I'm not dumb. Yeah. I just had a moment." Yeah. Yeah. You like, made me look oh, stupid. <laughs> David, no. Oh, there's this there's this person that me and Alex were like mis- mistaking their name because we looked at his name tag and it, it I feel like it was like I forgot what it was. It was like Griffin, but it wasn't Griffin. Maybe we called him Griff. Gryffindor. He was like Gryffindor, Gryffindor. What's up, Gryffindor? And he just would say, "Hey, what's up?" It's not his name. His name is like Greg or something. But we just—I don't know. I—I th- I thought it was Griffin from where I saw the name tag. It was like Gryffindor. Oh, Griffin. What's up, Griffin? Nope. Name's Greg. And he just too scared to say anything. My husband still calls Gil Gilliam. Yeah. It's- and I'm like, first off, no other yeah. I. There's no yeah. Gilliam. It'd be Gillom, if anything. It's, and I was like, stop calling him. He's like, I can't. It's Gilliam. But it, yeah, it's fine. That's why I'm in high no. school, I was like, just Gil, just no. or Dormius. Just say Dormius. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. They. If we can learn how to say these wild, weird ass European Sean. names, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I did that in high school with my English teacher. Like, you don't know how to say my name is Guillaume. Sean is not even American. You know how to say that. Like, what the hell? It's William, but Guillaume. And she's like, oh, okay. When I was learning Korean, there's this sound. It, it looks like a horizontal line. And it's a sound that we don't make in English. So when you're learning Korean, it's one of the hardest letters, characters, whatever, mm-hmm. to learn. I don't know what they're called. Characters? Letters? Symbols? Whatever. To learn. Because we physically don't make that sound in English. So... If I see a name and I am physically capable of making all of those sounds because they exist in English, then I'll say that name that way. You know, I don't mind if like for the sake of you not hearing your name butchered, you want to be called another name. But I hate when people do that because people refuse to say their name. Yeah. Yeah. That's just I'm not going to say racist, but that's that's so ignorant. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's ignorant. Um in ignorant in a sense of you know not in a negative way like they're just they just don't know like yeah. oh I don't know, um, gr- like <laughs> that's another thing too like when I tell people yeah I'm born in the Bahamas oh you're Bahamian mm, no not really I mean I would understand why you say that but I grew up in a Haitian home I'm Haitian I have a Haitian passport so that logic of being born somewhere and being saying that you are that doesn't mean that I'm that I'm haitian and i have a haitian passport i just so happen to be born in the bahamas why is that why are haitians born in, like what what were they doing in the bahamas did they live um, in the bahamas why were you living living in the bahamas so he, so my my dad had a business in the bahamas and he pretty much wanted us wanted me to be born there so it'd be a quicker transition to get to america 
So it's mm. like uh, anchor babies, like Mexicans or whoever will have their kids born here. The kids will theoretically become a Bahamian, not Bahamian, an American citizen. It's They stopped that like in the 1960s. So Bahamas had a huge influx of Haitians, um, Haitian women getting pregnant in Bahamas. And then they'll get full, you know, service like, oh, the Bahamian citizen, they get the health care, get the schools and all that. And they're like, no, nah, fuck that. We can't have you people come here and just anchor baby your way into our country and our on our um, taxes and all that shit. So they stopped it. So anybody who's Haitian, whose parent, one of their parents are Haitian and they're born in the Bahamas, they are they're going to get the citizenship of the, where their mother or father is from. Like my brother, his mom, my half brother, his mom is Bahamian. But my dad is Haitian. He's still a, a Haitian citizen. So he got deported, even though he was born and raised in the Bahamas. He got sent to Haiti. Okay. So it's pretty stupid, but it makes sense once you think about it. So then some people be like, yeah, but you're Bahamian, though. You're born there. Nah. Not really. Yeah, no. not really. What do you think about people that anchor baby their way into a relationship? Go. Ooh. I'm kidding. Kidding. That's another topic. <laughs> oh, that's another, to- that's another episode of culture theory sweet maury edition maury 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 all right guys so we're gonna break (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna break and we'll be back in just a minute Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on all of our socials at Instagram at Culture Theory Podcasts and on Anchor FM, anywhere you get your podcasts and soon to be culturetheorypodcast.com. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, so I didn't ask you how you doing. Oh, I'm doing well. I'm I'm a lot stronger mentally this week than I was last week. Last week, I was just ready to cry at the drop of a hat. If yeah. someone said anything remotely good or bad, I was ready to cry. It's been stressful, man. It's been a stressful week. People have been getting really, um, I don't want to be mean, direct, very assertive hmm. with their demands at work. And it's getting to the point where it's it's weighing on me mentally. And I, I almost, I ain't gonna lie, I almost quit last week. <laughs> I, almost, I almost quit last week. But yeah. I was like, no, I'm not gonna let someone get my head and make me lose my bag. Fuck y'all. We gonna change this. I was talking to a friend of mine. We both work for Publix. It's, um, it's weird. We both started at the same time. So we have the same exact time. So she is a bakery manager. Um, and... I was talking to her about the Publix warehouse experience because so, I was at lunch and she was telling me how, oh, well, you know, it's like this at the store. It has a lot of stresses and all this other stuff. Hey, why don't you come to the warehouse? She's like, no. Like, why not? You can get paid pretty well. You're not getting salary, but you can get something close to that. I won't do it for my psyche. I was like, oh, I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, it just that graveyard shift in that workload. I feel like, and also she kind of elaborated about the whole, the warehouse. Like it's, it's an enclosed capsule. Like I don't know when it's raining sometimes. Like I don't know what's going on outside. It could be a whole (laughs) tornado. It could be a whole. It could literally be raining cats and dogs. It could be raining cats and dogs. And you wouldn't hear that. I would hear anything. And she's like, she doesn't like that. She wants to, you know, look peek outside. Oh, I guess. I guess it's a good day. I can go out to the park after I get off work. There's hope. And that's what, 
like and, and i get that and um and okay she, and can you explain what the what it looks like inside the warehouse because in my head i always imagine like in the movies like it's dark and there's just light scattered about here and there and here's the thing the warehouse is huge there's so many parts of the warehouse they do have like a office area where there's like windows and they have a shift it's like um what, what time is it? like seven to four thirty like every, monday through friday weekends off they have a job like that they do they have sanitation workers same type of schedule you, it they have windows everywhere but then there are certain parts of the warehouse where it's like it's a freezer and there's like no lights but it's just like you know led whatever lights hanging down and you can't see outside if you're in that department but then you have other departments where you're like where alex works where she like tests bacteria she can go outside every once in a while but she's in a laboratory setting and inside the laboratory it's like clean so you can't get in you can't just step outside from home depot and walk in there you have to like get scrubbed they have like a feet scrubber machine wash your hands especially where i work now where i'm like filling bottles with milk and juice and shit i don't know what's going on outside but i'm in a bright lit room and it's really noisy so i have earplugs on and i have like a beard net and it's it's just huge like the warehouse is kind of hard to explain because there's so it's so big in there that there's so many different departments. We have a we have a, a hospital in there, like a little nursing. What? Yeah. So if you get hurt, you can go up to the you know nurse place and get checked out. Tons of break rooms. We have a ping pong table, two ping pong tables. It's huge. It's kind of hard to explain. Like I gotta show you guys like a map, like an aerial view, so you can see like how large this place is. But I've been there for like ten years, so it's thick. yeah, it's, building is it's thick, a thick, dumb yeah. thick, stupid thick. But I get what she was saying, and I get, you know, I get, sometimes I, I really want to. I wouldn't say I want to quit, but I just kind of want, want a, kind of want to do something else, you yeah. know, somewhere something that I feel, you know, it's gonna sound selfish, but I kind of want to feel good. Not to saying that the people who've been doing that job that I'm doing now aren't happy, but I want to feel good. Because, you know, there are some people that are really happy with doing what they're doing. They're like, they, they've been in the warehouse for like 30 plus years since Ugh. it opened. They're happy. They're, they feel so good, especially when that dividend checks comes. They feel great. Like, I feel good, but I kind of want to be going into work and just doing something that I like. Like, I always say, if I were if ever if I ever were to win the lotto, I wouldn't quit working. I would probably do photography podcasting but i have like a part-time job somewhere yeah because that people person aspect it doesn't exist in a warehouse well if you had your own studio you could just run the studio and then you could interact with people there that's another thing too i was telling alex the other day i was like i would love to open up like a store somewhere like a photo studio podcast store and people could come in like interact with them but i would also like to i would say like work at wells but i like to work at somewhere and just four hours a day let's just go somewhere and deal with people you know and then just come back and then take their knowledge and then open up my coffee shop and make it better than theirs yeah he said he wanted to work with people like on purpose yeah that's what alex <laughs> says she's like why do you want to do that i thought the goal of getting winning the lotto is never working again and dealing with people like no nah, i, I kind of need people you know like 
I would love to like open up a spot and have people just come. No, because the the first time, if I retired or I won the lottery and I was just working for fun, the first not, time someone acts the fuck up, I'm like, you know, I don't even need this job. Yeah, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't want that. That's why I say I like I like to work somewhere for like four hours, and it's like not at like public store or Win Dixie and the, like the actual cool spot where I can like ride my bike to and be like, oh, this is gonna be a cool day. You know, chill vibe and leave. Yeah. Like when I used to work at Kmart, even though I was in high school, I literally did, literally did nothing. I literally did not. Like I had like people come in there and hang out. I had this girl that I was dating. We would just would, while I'm on the clock, just chill and do bullshit. Like do nothing. Like I I was abusing the fuck out of that job. And then yeah. when I, then when I like, I quit, I literally just walked out. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm out. All right, y'all boys. Cause I knew, like you know, this is ain't this ain't for me. And I got, and I was fixing computers too. I wasn't, ma- I wasn't making, I wasn't making bank. But and my dad had his carpet cleaning business. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need this. Bang. Yeah, but I was, I wasn't really happy there either. Yeah. So that's another thing. That sucks, man. Yeah. It's getting depressing. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's gonna get worse yeah. because today's topic is moving out of the country. Moving out of the country. Like that's one thing we um before me and Alex got no we when we got married she was very adamant about moving to France we had uh what do you call it, the people a contact overseas she had a Scion it's an older car back then and I had like a Saturn we were talking about like transferring over there then it's like no nah, I can't really do that all right we'll sell it and get the money to move over there we had a place. We, she had a job, like a pharmac- pharmaceutical job. I didn't have anything over there. If I were to move, I'll have to like find something to do because I don't think I was at the warehouse then. But we were so ready to move to France because it was. She's like, I'm not happy here. I only have my mom. Uh, I just want to go somewhere new. I'm so tired of you going to Walmart and seeing somebody you know. Hey, what's up, Gil? Hey, Gil. Oh, hey, Gil. <laughs> she hates that. I'm not like, sure if Gil went to France. Some of it. Hey, Guillaume. Guillaume. She's like, I just want to go somewhere new where we can like discover and learn something together. Like, I hate, you know, she's like, I love Florida. I love Florida. But it's like everywhere I go, you're like, oh, yeah, let me show you the spot over here. No, how about we just you like Florida? No, I don't. Hell no. Oh. Florida's, Florida's whack. Florida's trash, yeah. bro. It's like when you leave Florida, you're like, yo, you, these other states are pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, living-wise, is a little different because, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice down here. The temperature is pretty regular. I couldn't imagine living in snow and shoveling stuff and just to get outside and in my car. I'd rather and- deal with the heat than... Than, um snow the snow yeah bitch you could fight the me rain. like for real you could really fight me about some snow we went to uh seattle and we went to like three days maybe like three days and it didn't really rain and we were like yo this is great and then when we came back everybody who's been there yo like i bet you ain't do shit huh i was like what are you talking about i was like it, it rains all day in seattle i was like when we went it didn't rain we literally went to the parks all day, went to like a forest, went to the national park. It didn't rain? No. What? It's always raining. And then we looked at the weather and it's raining that whole two weeks. I was like, yo, what Ew. the fuck? What it rains. It no, Seattle. Right? Saying, right? I know, right? <laughs> it was like bleak. No, it was really nice when we went. Um, then we went to uh, Louisiana. 
and it's just muggy. Oh, it's like moist. Yeah. I had a friend who flew in from California and it's weird because she lived in Long Beach, but she flew in from California and the first thing she said when she got off the plane, because you know in the airport, you get off the plane, you walk into the little thing to get into the airport, mm-hmm. and then you you know, so you're you're not touching outside air yeah. like the whole time. And she gets off the plane, it is six thirty in the morning. She's like, Ooh, why is the air so wet? Yeah. And I was like, The air is wet. Oh. And I was like, Damn girl, you think it's wet now? Wait till the sun comes oh, out. Like it's about to get wild. So yeah. yeah. Where would you live if you can leave America? So if I left America, because I haven't been anywhere internationally except for Canada, mm-hmm. which people keep saying it doesn't count. It counts, guys. It <laughs> counts. So I really loved Canada. Like if the Internet was a little faster, I'd probably move there. But the Internet is dumb slow. Mm. You ever like been somewhere and your phone didn't lose service completely, but it's either at like 3X or 1X? Mm-hmm. That's Canadian Internet. Wow. Yeah. So I remember watching these YouTubers. They started off in Canada and they were like, it takes me like, it took them like 10 hours to like upload a video. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, the internet's super slow. And I was like, that's not true. I went to Canada and everyone's like, yeah, PC game, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, yo, shit, internet can't be that bad if you're gaming. Get on the internet. I'm like, oh, maybe it's because I'm like using like roaming kind Mm -hmm. of. And nah, they're like, nah, the internet's just that slow. That's how it is everywhere. Wow. And I guess it doesn't matter as much there because it's actually a lot of the stuff to do. Like a lot of people hike regularly. It's like Canada is beautiful. It's really beautiful. So I can imagine that maybe if I did move to Canada, I wouldn't need technology or social media to entertain me as much because I'd be going outside and Mm -hmm. and going to these places, walking more and kind of just taking in the environment you can't do that here there's no environment to take in the trees are like in the medians in the street they got tarantulas (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's different the environment's different so unfortunately my husband said he hates canada he hated it really yeah he said the people are too nice it makes him uncomfortable and then uh the internet's too slow which is dumb but when we went to uh, Seattle, one of the biggest factors of us wanting to move there was the fact that people are too nice. It's like, what you, what you, yeah you, yeah yeah we yeah we're actually lost. We actually need help. Yeah yeah um. So you go up here, you up here. All right, and there's a dope coffee shop. Oh, nice camera, man. Oh, thank you. And I was like, oh shit. And that was it. Yeah. Louisiana, everybody's really nice. I don't know. It's just that genuine niceness there's no yeah yeah it's not also um here's my um here's my book it's and my it costs mistake. 20 not 29.99 um you know sign here and i'll give you your card and like what no like they don't want anything they just hey have a good day especially when i when i'm here in florida hey how you doing why yo i had a fr- i had another friend lived in california and he was like you guys don't go outside and like talk to people and i was like no honestly if you're outside it's either because you're you don't have a car or you're homeless Mm -hmm. but people aren't just regularly commuting by walking and then if you say hi to somebody while you're walking they'll either look at you funny or the idea is like you're trying to rob me yes so i had to teach my boss this the other day i was i walk up to him and i was like hey what size shoe you wear and he was i forgot what he said like 11 or something or 12 11 and a half and then I was like, 
no, don't do that. Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, if someone asks you a size shoes you wear, they're about to rob you. Yes. And like, it's I crazy. have been, my shoes has been robbed several times. Did they ask you what size shoe you wear? Um, yeah, they're like, hey, what should I use you wear, cuz? I'm like, nah, why? Nah, man, them Prestos looking fire, bruh. Give me them shits, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had to walk home. I had to walk to school with no shoes. Damn. Several times. Wow. Yeah. I remember one time I my first and only pair of Jordans that I've bought, and um, they were like from foam blues, and I was cleaning them. Went to school. They were nice. Next day, I went outside to like, you know, make sure they were nice and clean. So I put them outside to dry. They were gone. Yep. People are weird. Yeah. People down here, it's all about like what they can get, the come up. They don't care if they have to rob you to get it. It's like, how can I get it with the least amount of work possible? Mm-hmm. I had my BMX bike stolen. I had a really dope BMX bike. And it got stolen. And I went to school the next day and the dude like painted it with like pink nail polish. What? And and I'm like, that's my bike. No, nah, man, I've been had it. It's pink. You girl, you want a pink bike? Nigga, you gay. That's your pink bike. I'm like, yeah, but you're you're riding my bike. Yeah, yes, because no, nah, man, it's, it's it's a pink. That's my sister bike. I just had it ride it for school. Like that's my bike though. No, nah, no, nah, it's my sister's bike. <sighs> I was like, you know what's pointless. I would have been like, so you ride a pink bike, so yeah. you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Like if you're a popular kid, you don't you, you can like avoid getting made fun of because you're popular. Nah. Yeah, it's so stupid. Nah. Yeah, but I, I, I like Canada. I haven't been anywhere else, but I have family in other countries. Like I have an aunt who lives in France who's like desperately trying to get us to come at least visit. Um, but my mom was like, if you leave the country, I'm going to France. And the only reason I really stayed was for like my parents and stuff. But I realized like they're fine. Yeah. You know, they that's, don't a, that's another thing too. We're like, we went to Vegas. Yo, this is really dope. The dry heat. Like I'm not sweating, and it's just the the commute thing. I really like walking around, but there's not that much to do in Vegas. Wait, pause, pause. Mm-hmm. I had the same thing in Canada because it's not humid, or it mm-hmm. wasn't humid where I was. Tell me, you didn't like, like almost explode when you realized it was hot and you weren't sweating. Yeah, it was weird. We went to a place called, um, it's like near the Grand Canyon. Not really. It's a place called like Red Rock Canyon. Hot. I mean, it was like a hundred and something. You can put like an egg on the street, on the road, and it'll like fry it. But I had like a There's a jacket. guy on the side of the road with eggs. Yeah, I had a jacket. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what? I'm not sweating? Like, what's going on here? And it was just hot. And then if I went under the shade, it was nice and cool. I was like, this is dope. Yeah. I see why all these characters in all these movies be wearing like these trench coats. Because it's not hot. It's just, I don't know. Florida, you guys, like, Gil will literally walk from his house to my house. Wet. Wet. Gil looks nervous all the time. He's yes. always like, he goes, oh, so um, Sunday, I went, did biking with Jake. We did like 18 miles. And then um, promptly afterwards, I had a photo shoot at the studio. So I went home, showered real quick, went downstairs, got everything in the car, AC blasting. And I rushed to get inside the uh, the studio, and then I kid you not, the one of the guys who opened the door, one of the owners of the studio, yo man, is it raining out there? I was like, huh? Damn, is it raining? Because I'm drenched and just my body's still warm. Like, dude, is it raining out there? Like, nah, 
I'm just sweating. <laughs> so I fucking sit my shit down, went inside the studio, and they had they had a model they were shooting. And she's like, is it raining? <sighs> no, I'm just sweating. What? <laughs> it's probably the most annoying thing besides somebody saying Gilliam. <laughs> I mean, yeah. can't, he can't stop. It's yeah, like ingrained yeah. in his brain. But my my main source for wanting to move was, of course, the current leadership in this country. But prior to that, I never felt comfortable or safe here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's partly due to living in South Florida. Yes. It's very different from the rest of the country and i assume that the whole u.s was like this like everyone in the country behaved the way we did mm-hmm. then i found out everyone in florida doesn't even behave the way yeah. that we do and south florida is very different like they made that joke that they were gonna like separate it and i really think they should, they should. like anything north of orlando i don't think should be part right. of florida you know north florida <laughs> needs to be their own thing because this is like it's so while like i don't feel comfortable i don't feel safe like i don't go outside by myself i don't and you know and it's as a woman but even as a woman like even if i felt like i could fight and stuff like that it's just people are so nasty and so mean i don't feel like anyone would have my back if something happened at night people are very much look the other way if you get in a car accident people just go around you like there's no sense of community here Mm -hmm. and with everything going on in the country you know especially with like the blm stuff and seeing that, you know, cops are still doing it every day, every week. I listen to the read. They're like, another black person got shot for absolutely no reason. And it, I don't know. I just never felt like people cared about us. And then when I mention things like that, people will say, oh, well, there's racism everywhere. I'd rather have racism and actual funding for staying home during covid i'd rather have a year paid maternity leave i'd rather have racism and health care you know like it's i know that every country has their own problems mm-hmm. you know and then we're supposed to be the freest country blah, blah blah but like this year seeing how everything was handled with covid and i know obviously it's partly due to our leadership I just don't feel like this country takes people seriously. It is very much about the dollar it's and capitalist business, country. Very capitalist. They don't really care about us as people. You know, even in the way that they behaved when, you know, they had to distribute funds and and, you know, healthcare, what happened to healthcare during that time and stuff. Nobody really nobody really cared about us. There was nothing set in place. It was like at the most, we'll hold off on. You still owe this money, but we'll hold off on it. Oh, by the way, when you have, do you have to pay though? You have to pay all of it at once, or you're fucked. Um, oh, the unemployment is available. Cool, we're gonna make it so that you have to jump through absolute fucking hoops to get it. You know, it was just like it was just like a lot of stuff where I just felt like you don't really care about people. You know, you open up the country way too soon. We're going into our second wave of COVID right now. Um, And then they're going into phase three where like everything is basically going to go back to normal. And we have the highest cases in this state, in the country. And then this country has the highest amount of cases in the world. And we're supposed to be so developed and so progressive. And this is how we're handling things like this. It just makes me feel like I don't want to be here because you truly, really don't care about not just black people at this point, anyone. So. That's that's one of the main reasons I, I this year, I you know, I always said it, you know, oh, if someone I don't like gets elected, I'm leaving. You know, we all do that. But me and my husband have had serious sit down conversations about 
um, you know, when everything or when these cases go down, doing some international traveling and then seeing like basically scoping out places to live because I don't know if I want to be here anymore. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel like I should be here or that I belong here. And I kind of just feel like it's time to go. There's nothing really holding me back. My little brother is 14. He's fine. My parents are fine. I don't have any other family in this country. Everyone doesn't live here anymore. So it's like, why stay here for this? There's, I don't see like what what is the advantage of living in America mm-hmm. anymore? Honestly. Especially with the uh, influx of like social media, the internet. Like you can work from home. Like there's one of my friends, he works for a company down here but he lives in new york he's a graphic designer so it's like okay you can he can actually move somewhere else my little sister works for uh i think broad general and she hasn't really been to the office in a while she just done everything remotely we're getting to that point where you don't have to physically live in the location you can work anywhere and i feel like the same thing when it comes to like i don't know like we can move like right now there's these couple of youtubers who bought a house like I saw the one that I sent you yesterday mm. for ten thousand dollars. Eight thousand pounds is ten thousand dollars. They bought an actual house and two acres of land. No, one acre, one acre of land for ten thousand dollars in Sweden. Uh, what's her name? Shameless Maya bought a house and a couple acres of land for fifty-eight thousand dollars. What the fuck? Like they have an actual like. They have like they bought the house. They're not like you know paying a mortgage, owned, no payments. They own it. Like we don't even really own our homes. Like we're 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 still paying the banks. And I was like, fuck. You know, you're thinking about it. We really aren't free, free. No. Yeah. Even I have a friend who lives in Norway, and my brother was like, yeah, she has a house, and I was like, yo, she got money, and he was like, no, and I was like, how does she not have money and she has a house? And he's like, everyone has like a house. Yeah. And I was like, well, what does she do? Maybe she makes a lot of money she can afford one. He's like, she's a librarian. Mm-hmm. I was like, they pay librarians a lot yeah. of money? He's like, no. It's so fucking crazy. Like, we were watching the show, um, what was it? Um, the Haunting of Bile House. And then one of these servants, she's like a, a housemaid. Yeah, I have a house. I'm just going to sell it. I was like, That's so unrealistic. But then I'm like, let me, how much is a house in like England, whatever? <sighs> Convert to dollars. What? You can get that on a teacher's salary? Like, yeah. what? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. We're the most, like, underpaid teachers, too, in this country. So it makes me feel like, why? Like, what, what benefit is there to being here? Mm. Freedom? Of what? What freedom do we have? <laughs> We're black, so we already got <laughs> significantly yeah. less freedom than anybody else. So I feel like, you know, this country's great if you're, you know, a cisgendered white person. What sure. Would, what would you do if a country like Norway... Denmark um, or Greenland says black people of America come let's go right now yeah right now let's hit it like I was watching the latest episode of a uh, uh, Lovecraft country and they had the Tulsa Oklahoma episode and I was like how dope would that be right now there's like a, a, a city or a state that just was like for black people or, you know, people of color, people of people who just kind of want something new. How would that look? Yeah. Like, and then just somebody like, a, a, and it can easily be done, but I feel like we're such in a capitalistic mindset. Like, we have a lot of black billionaires. That could have easily been done two days ago. Yeah. But 
they're trying to make them dollars and it's fine. They're trying to create a legacy for their kids and their kids' kids, which is fine, totally fine. But come on, one Billy, we can we can do something with one Billy. Yeah. Like not shouting out any names, but you have like a lot of like black cap uh, venture capitalists, you have a lot of black billionaires, a lot of black artists. If we just come together and just do something, like what were what were we marching? What were we marching for? When freedom is really at our grasp right now, like people really don't give a fuck about us. The persons, the people who are in power really don't care because, like I said, we're in a capitalist country. We need to make money. We are objects. We're just a product so they can make money. Mm-hmm. We can solve this by coming together and leaving or finding a place within America and just saying we're gonna we're gonna settle here. This is gonna be our spot. We're gonna create our own warehouse. We're gonna create our own um, Best Buys. We're gonna create our own uh, one day season Publixes, and invest in. It doesn't have to be all black. It can be white, black, Asian, everything. But this is gonna be a country, a state within America. It could be Seattle, Wyoming, where everybody is welcomed to work and be free of any hate and racism. We'll vote, we'll pay taxes, but this is where we're going to live. It's not going to be a cult. It just will be a place for us to just be rid of all this, you know, toxic, you know, the things that we deal with on a daily basis. How hard is that? It's pretty hard because when people see things like that, they immediately try to shut them down. Mm-hmm. Just like these mom and pop places, all these places shut down because, you know, you have a mom and pop, let's say a, a restaurant in a certain neighborhood and all of a sudden McDonald's is like, oh. We can put a McDonald's here, make cheaper food, more convenient. People love McDonald's. All of a sudden, now the mom and pop place goes out of place, uh, out of business. Or a lot of these companies are monopolies. What other um, electric companies there in, in Florida besides FPL? Name three. I don't know. Right? You yeah. only know FPL. Yeah. So everyone has FPL. There's a monopoly on a lot of stuff. And they'll make it so that like they, they make it hard for you to establish a company or type of company for yourself because they want those dollars. If mm-hmm. you go there, they don't get that money anymore. Yeah. You know, if, if someone were to have another electric company here, FPL is losing those dollars. They don't care. Just like in Florida, which is wild because we are the sunshine state. Um, We're one of the states in which they don't help you pay for like solar panels. And if you do get solar panels, you still have to pay FPNL like a small percentage to hook them up. Like mm-hmm. you can't just install solar panels on your own. So stupid. Yeah. Because we were looking into that when we got the house. Like, oh, solar panels would be so dope. Yeah, it's actually hard to set up. And it's like, this is on purpose. This is literally to deter us from just saying, you know, just fuck it. Let's, let's just Amazon Prime it. Next day shipping, fucking FPNL. Plug it in. Let's go. Yep. It's so fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So they don't want us to do well. They want us to do well so that they can do well. Mm. So I just feel like, you know, leaving the country, honestly, is... It's it's radical and it's extreme, I guess, to some people. I don't think it's radical. I don't think it's a a crazy idea because you have a lot of artists, a lot of famous people who literally just left, like uh, Nikola Tesla left his home to come here. You have a lot of other famous people who decided to leave their home country where all their answers, all their family, everything they ever known to go to the unknown new world of America. I feel like it's different now. So I feel like... We should have a resurgence of, you know, the people going back to a new world. Like, hey, we're in America right now. This is all we've ever known. 
Like, I wasn't born here, but this is all of it. I don't know anything about Haiti or Bahamas. I know America. How about I leave home, go somewhere else, and then thrive and grow? I always feel like when you go into a new environment, you kind of, like, see what other people don't. Like, people, like you go somewhere new, like, oh, wow, I didn't notice that you guys had, like, um, such and such type of walls. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's, like, a textured wall here. Oh, I've never noticed. I've always been looking at it, but I've never noticed it. A new, a fresh set, of, a set of new eyes, uh, new ideas can like really help a place grow. Yeah. So I feel like if we have a huge influx of people leaving America, going to Sweden, Denmark, Greenland, fucking the UK, that would be really dope. I was watching on Reddit because right now Reddit they have a thing where you can broadcast and you can watch other people and they give you time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching someone and they were just walking around Sweden and she's like, oh, I'm going to walk around downtown and you guys choose where I go. So people are like, oh, go here, go there, whatever. And she's just walking around. And I am so accustomed to, you know, life before COVID that I'm just watching it. And then at one point I was like, wait, nobody has a mask on. And I was like, damn, hmm. damn. Yeah. No, they, they cleared all the cases because they were ahead of the storm. Right. Exactly. And it made me feel so sad because I was like, damn, I have to go to work today and put a mask on for eight hours because we don't know how to fucking act. Like, cause mm-hmm. we really don't care about our people. We yeah. don't listen to science. And it's so simple. We could have been out of this so long ago. And I, I look at other countries and I'm like, damn, I just, this is where I kind of want to be. Um, what's, what's the company? Not the company, um, the country. Was it man, Thailand? No, it wasn't Thailand. Fuck. I forgot where it was, but it was one of the countries, Asian countries where, they had SARS mm. and what they started implementing like after that was like the mask. Uh, then they came up with this whole traffic system with whole like security cameras everywhere. Take a picture of your face. Oh, Jessica, um, uh, fucking Vic, Vic got, um, the SARS and he, he got it from his warehouse. So he, everybody in his warehouse who came in contact with Jessica, these all the street cameras. Oh, contact all them niggas right now. Eight niggas that got the SARS. And sent them letters because they have the traffic system. I mean, it might be legal to do that in America, but the government was so heavily involved in trying to cut down this SARS situation. So to the point where they got the traffic system involved, they started taking pictures of people, sending letters, hey, quarantine for a couple of days, take this, let's stop this shit. And then it was stopped ultimately. And they still have those systems in place right now. What I feel like America is just like, they don't really care. I feel like each state has their own thing. Like Florida was like, we don't need masks. We're going on stage three. Oh, we're red. State. And you have like places like Seattle where they're like, let the people do what they want. And it's like, which is great. But now you had this whole Chaz situation where you had people take over. You hear about that? No. Yeah. They had like a whole revolt and they overthrew the police. And I was like, okay, but you kind of need the police. So what are you doing? You know, then they had to, they had these um, warlords in Seattle. And it's weird. It's like, okay, there's like always a, a weird balance. It's like, we need to have a, a government in place where they can be functional and tell us what to do and help us do the right thing. But we don't need like some pushover government that is like, we're going to let the people do what they want. Yes. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. And this is exactly the time in which you need to be a leader. Really- yeah, a leader and just steadfast in, in what you're saying and saying, hey, I understand. Listen, I want a haircut too. I also want to go to the dentist. I'm also tired of being in the house. But if we just 
hunker down and take care of each other and ourselves for like a couple months. Hey, we can be in the clear and then we can do this without mask and we can go out and do whatever we want and kiss each other on the mouth and hug and shit like we used to. And but people here are so selfish. People mm. here are so selfish that they don't care who they hurt in the process because it's not them. Yeah. Well, it's not me. I don't care. And that's what it makes me that that's one thing that that makes me hate living here. And I and I know haters are stronger. It makes me hate living here. It's how selfish people are. Yeah, same. So, I mean, you know, like I said, it sounds radical to some people. And, oh, well, leaving isn't going to solve your problems. It might not. That's fine. But it it definitely is going to be different than the situation I'm currently in. Because what other option do we have? Staying we we have none. We have none. Yeah. Can't do anything. You know, we have to do what our government or our, I guess our local government for this uh, mandates us to do. Oh, now there's no fines. They, they put that mask fine for like two weeks. <laughs> and I guess people are like, I'm not paying a fine, blah, blah, blah. And I don't then know that anybody was it. who it paid it. Yeah. Shit, even at work, um, there are a couple of people who just walk around with no mask. Like we have a cafeteria. It's like a commons area. We have to wash. We walk in hand sanitizer then we get the glove and then of course you put on your mask you're, you're handling food whatever i've seen this young kid literally just walk in there hey uh let me get a let me get a this bro wash your hands put on some gloves and cover your face now nah, i just need to say something real quick wow it, it, it's just that that mentality of people like come on you you're in a common area we're sitting down uh, we're eating six feet apart. Just try to, resp- I mean, you probably don't care, but just realize that you're handling food and you, you, you might have it. You don't know. You know, you might be what, asymptomatic? Exactly. It's just fucking stupid. But I think that the reason why a lot of people refuse to believe that they can carry it or they're part of the problem is because it'll show that there's a flaw with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got sick. That makes me look bad. That makes me look incompetent or stupid. Or if we're forcing our people to wear masks, it's because there's a problem and we don't want to admit that there's a problem happening, even though hundreds of thousands of people are dying. But we don't want to admit that there's a problem here. Listen, this is what this is what I'm just going to say. Vote. OK, if you're not registered to vote, register to vote. If you are, make sure you vote either by mail, in person, do early voting. I don't care. And I'm not going to tell you who to vote or not to vote for, but let let this year be a lesson and i think this was a great year for mm-hmm. this shit to happen yeah let what happened this year let the way it was handled the way that you saw everything being handled the the fact that you saw your family members getting sick or your friends dying let that help you decide who you want to lead this country from this point on because there's nothing else that we can do except for vote and try to make that change for ourselves Really listen to how everything was handled this year and then let that decide the country that you want to live in, the America that you want to live in. Shit. If he's in, I'm out. (laughs) Listen, if he's in, I'm out. And we're going to leave it at that. So anything else you want to add to that, Gil? Uh, No. Are you registered to vote? Yes. we, We registered last night. Nice. Are yes. you going to be voting? I'm going to be voting. Yes, I vote know. every chance I get. 
I started voting in um, local elections, which I never did before. I would only vote for the president. Mm -hmm. And I realized how a lot of A lot more. A lot more. The president ain't out here worrying about our benefits and, you know, all the monies we get in situations like this. I don't give a fuck. They always say, let the state handle it. And I was like, oh, oh. Your state local government is what really matters for you at, you know, like at a local level. Yeah. But. Your president also matters as well. Yes, yeah. correct. So vote for all them. Vote for all them. All all of them. All these people. All right, guys. But once again, as always, thank you so much to our Patreon patrons for supporting this episode. Um, hey, if you haven't been a patron yet, you can still be a patron. It's always open for you guys at Culture Theory. Nope, I lied. Patreon.com slash culture. <laughs> I was going to say culturetheorypodcast.com. But and, could, well, whenever we finish the website, they'll be able to go on the website. And absolutely. Then, yeah. Yeah. I'm already embedded that link into that website. So you guys can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash culture theory. Right now we have 10 theorists out here vibing and rocking with us. Thank you so much to all of those theorists helping us get uh, our equipment, helping us pay for the website. Y'all are the bomb.com y'all the bomb diggity y'all are the bees knees y'all are um the goat <laughs> all that good stuff all right but again follow us on our socials on instagram at culture theory podcast and on anchor fm so you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts and soon culture theory podcast.com it's actually live right now but it's a it's, it's a under, under construction. construction so guys check us out there and don't forget to send us any of your questions on our DMs. Please, guys, send us your good good question, your good old-fashioned We didn't questions. get any questions this week. We didn't get any questions no. this week. Sean, I think Sean needs like a badge because every time we ask for a question, Sean be the yeah. only one asking yeah. questions. <laughs> that dude needs his own segment. And this week on Sean's Questions. Hey, man, why y'all doing that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love Sean. Sean's such a great, such a great support for yeah. the show. Yeah. But, yeah, so we will see you guys next week have a wonderful week um stay clear of the covid wear your mask and register to vote register to vote and actually vote y'all register the vote not vote what you register for <laughs> would you buy car insurance and not drive your car get with it people all right but we'll see you do, next do week do people know how like they, you can do it online yes you can register to vote online yeah. and i'm almost 100 percent sure because i'm already registered to vote yeah. and they're still sending me mail to register yes. to vote i know you it's got annoying. some in the mail it's so annoying it's so it's so oh my god if i get one more call from the democratic something something i'm gonna scream i get texts no hey they, lauren <laughs> hi this is kathy with the democratic blah 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 i'm a volunteer for such and such are you registered to vote can we count on your vote will you be voting for joe biden or why is the system so outdated i don't know but stop calling me some lady called me at work and i answered so i can tell her to stop calling me and she's like oh hi and i was like i actually i'm at work right now so i wouldn't be able to take this call okay well really quickly can i ask you and i just hung up on her i try to give you that courtesy but i just told you i'm at work and i can't take this call will you be yes i'm democratic i'm a democrat i'm gonna vote for whoever i want to vote for that's in my party yes ma'am damn bye shit sorry all right, y'all. So we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> All right. Later, guys.